hold on. It was a scary week. Was it? Scary week for me, yeah. A few scary things happened. Well, a couple scary things happened. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, Emily and I visited her grandparents. Not scary. <laughs> no, they're very <laughs> nice people. I was going to say, that's kind of mean. <laughs> took us out for dinner, had a nice burger, got the uh, oh, what was the easy out. It was a uh, half pound burger with the uh, nacho cheese Where'd you eat? Uh, and bacon and... I feel like there was something else on it, but I can't remember. Nacho cheese and bacon. And uh, it was just in this place outside the Twin Cities in Minneapolis because we were making an Ikea run. I'm going to have another scary week trying to put that Ikea furniture together. Am I right? Nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, I slept in their, their guest bedroom, which was full of creepy dolls. Um, slept like a baby, though. I slept all right. I just It was dark in there, so I was like, oh, these do- I'm just going to pretend there aren't creepy dolls in here. Yeah. Uh, good thing we didn't review Conjuring 1 this week, am I right? <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, that would have been a lot more difficult, I think. Uh, the other scary thing, uh, one of the scariest things in my life is uh, her parents wanted us to bring home this kayak from her grandparents' house in the Twin Cities, and Emily and I have no idea of how to strap a kayak onto a car or anything <laughs> and so we're driving back like a four-hour drive with this kayak and it happens to be like the windiest day of all time <laughs> like we're on the interstate and you look off and there's trees that are just like upside down l shapes oh my gosh because they're just bent sideways and we we could <laughs> her mom's car had a sunroof so we opened it up and we could see the kayak moving from side to side <laughs> and we were like i was like we were both just stressed out and we're like oh my gosh is this gonna fly off and like kill the people behind us mm-hmm. oh my gosh um so we like stopped at an arby's and <laughs> and like put more straps on it and uh that was fun Jeez. um it was it was also really really loud just the car ride home was like um and uh then when we got back into sioux falls it was funny because we ended up getting we were taking the kayak to my parents place because they live on a lake and they want her parents wanted to bring it to the lake so could they just use it there uh whatever and so we're driving out to the lake and then someone pulls out in front of us and then they have kayaks i'm like wouldn't it be really ironic if these people's kayaks fall out and they hit our car and then our kayak stayed on the whole time that'd be pretty Um, great but it didn't happen we made it holden uh so that was the uh those were the scary things that happened this week and as you notice, one of them was not watching Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It because that movie was not scary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a, that was a, a long story to get to a, a stupid point. <laughs> All right. Uh, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Hello, it's me, Hogwarts co-founder, Rowena Ravenclaw. What? Hello, Rowena Ravenclaw. What? <laughs> it's you watching Harry Potter or something? No. That Godric Gryffindor. <laughs> him. Oh my god. Oh, uh, we've got a great episode. You know what the house? I got oh house man. animal of Ravenclaw. Great episode for you this week, featuring our review of uh, Conjuring Three. The Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. Because we just 
reviewed Cruella. Yeah. Oh, then, do you know what the house animal of Ravenclaw is? Uh, is it like a, like a bear? What? No. It's, you would think it would be a raven, but it's an eagle. <laughs> Are you trying to do like an anti-Donna podcast bit? <laughs> no. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, how's co- uh, Hogwarts co-founder Rowena Ravenclaw just is, is spending... Uh, She's staying she's, on the couch a couple she's nights. In the room she's with just us. going through going through town. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's uh yeah, let's go on to Tom's I guess. <laughs> that one movie podcast. <laughs> Tom. Tom's, Tom's. Another episode of Jimmy just flabbergasting me. Okay. Tom's is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. You've piqued my interest, Olden, because I've never heard someone say, like, flabbergasting as a word, like, as a state of being. Like, I am flabbergasted. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So I'm wondering. Perhaps I used it incorrectly. I don't know. I I'm trying to look it up, but uh, it's not working. Uh, it's flabbergast. I like it. Flabbergasting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is the, what do we got this week, Holden? All right. So we do. Okay. So there really wasn't a lot this week, <laughs> which is why uh, I I asked you to watch this trailer. Although I I am interested in this trailer. I had already seen it, Holden. Really? Okay. Uh, so it's a trailer for this movie called Reminiscence. Uh, it wasn't actually until the second. It reminds me of the trailer that it was that the trailer of the Chris Pratt and he's in the war. It's the Tomorrow War on Amazon. I haven't watched that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so because it, it's reminiscence, I didn't see. It was reminiscing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see until the second time I watched the trailer right before we started recording. But it's actually one of the movies that's going to be released in theaters and HBO Max simultaneously. So we will have access to it. That's cool. Anyway, the the movie looks like it's about uh, Hugh Jackman, and he's. It doesn't really say in the trailer, but the synopsis says he's like a private detective who uses like memories and stuff to to solve crimes, I guess, solve cases. Um, yeah, what do you think of the trailer? It gives me gives me a vibes of well, it's from the creators of one of the creators of Westworld. Mm-hmm. Gave me Westworld vibes. Gave me like Minority Report vibes. Yeah. He had oh geez what was the other one it gives it gives me Christopher Nolan vibes yeah like but like <laughs> but like unrefined Christopher Nolan vibes which is kind of funny because I think his last few movies haven't been great yeah um but it seems like someone imitating Christopher Nolan but is it one of the Nolans I mean Jonathan Nolan was one of the creators of Westworld I think it's his wife Lisa Joy oh, that's okay. doing it. But, so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Jonathan Nolan's involved. Who knows? 
Um, uh, yeah. It looks interesting. Tr- I can't remember what the other thing it reminded me of was. But go ahead. Whoa, jeez. You disconnected there. Or <laughs> there was a bad connection. <laughs> Uh-oh. I couldn't hear I, what you I were remember saying. what it, I remember what I was going to say cuz when you say Nolan I was thinking Inception. Oh. Kind of reminds me of Inception. Yeah. That was what it was. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean looks cool. I don't know. Um it was I don't even remember why I found this trailer, but uh I saw it through a YouTube ad and I heard Hugh Jackman Hugh Jack Hugh Jackman talking. We do Hugh like Hugh Jackman. Jackman. We do like Hugh and Jackman like, here at that one movie podcast. I was like, oh, it's a movie trailer. Let me just watch part of it and see if it's interesting. I ended up watching the whole trailer. And I thought it was going to be like a mini series oh, as yeah. it went on. Because I was like, oh, this looks like a lengthy story. And then it's like, no, it's a movie. <laughs> so <laughs> Probably be we'll a lengthy see. movie. I, uh, it's the, the, the cities or the world's flooded, I guess. The water levels have risen. Yeah, the world looks pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 cool with it. I think we should review it if we don't have anything else coming out at that time. So we'll I'll see. give it a Brokaw. I'll give it a Bergeron. Alright. Uh so we just reviewed Quiet Place Part Two last week. Uh but we got news this week of the a new Quiet Place movie coming out. However, it's not a Quiet Place three. Um it we have a spin off film coming out. Uh, I think this is a very loud location. A very loud location. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just people <laughs> screaming. I, I think this was announced last year, and I think we talked about it on the podcast, actually. But this is move, moving more forward after um, this newest movie has done so well so far. Anyway, it's a spinoff film. It's going to be directed by Jeff Nichols, who was the director of Mud and uh, Midnight Special, which I've heard both are good, but I haven't seen either. Um... It's coming out March 31st, 2023, so just under two years from now. Kind of cool. And apparently, not much is known about the story so far, but it is based on an idea that uh, John Krasinski had for a spinoff. So it's something that he thought would be cool to be in his universe. So that's neat. What do you think, Jimmy? I think there's a lot of room for stories to be told in this world. I mean, it it makes sense. I hope they don't, like, over-explain everything Mm -hmm. you know i hope they leave things ambiguous but i think you can still tell stories within this world that don't have to be connected to the quiet place family maybe this Um, is maybe this is the space where they can kind of do more like focus on the the other people in the world like different the the bad people and the good people like we were complaining about there wasn't enough of that in the new movie even though there were hints of it there were hints of it. Yeah, I'd love to see more of the bad people and just like the who, the humanity, the different parts of humanity coming out in this world and exploring that through pockets yeah. of of, you know, story of these stories. Um I'm just thinking about a very loud location. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> these people run around screaming cuz these monsters can only find you if you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like Aah! And then they just, like, one person loses their voice and they get just they- <laughs> demolished. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. You know what? I'd see it. We could make a, we could make a short parody. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just loud. It's just people screaming. I feel that would get oh. it, that would have to be a short film because if that was a full movie, people would just get annoyed. People just it could be like a mock stuff. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this summer, just all quiet. You just hear this like screaming from a distance. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this uh, a Brokaw. I want more in this universe. Yeah, I'll give it a Brokaw too. That I've heard good things about those movies as well, and about that filmmaker, and I like the universe. I think there's plenty of stories to be told. Yeah. Uh, so funnily enough, the other movie that we reviewed last week, Corella, also has news about uh, more movies. So apparently... Bombadil. <laughs> Apparently, the pandemic box office numbers and Disney Plus revenue and stuff is high enough that they want a sequel for Cruella. Uh, The director-writer team of this one is going to return alongside Emma Stone. Uh, The story isn't known, however, and I thought this was interesting. I don't think it'll happen, but Glenn Close, who is the producer on the film and former Cruella de Vil alumni... Uh, she said that she had that she pitched a Godfather Part Two style sequel with her and Emma Stone. <laughs> so like she, it would be like her like being old Cruella Deville in like the present, quote unquote, and then Emma Stone in the past. Well, no, you know who Glenn Close could play? Who? Rowena Ravenclaw. Oh okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What what is this bit, Rowena? Get out of here! I don't know. I just started <laughs> saying that, and I thought it was funny. Nobody else has so far. I I cannot <laughs> hear a single person laughing. <laughs> Aside from lots me, of I guess, people but laughing, but mine's more awkward laughter. I hear lots of voices. Uh, what do you what do you think, Jimmy, of this of Cruella two, Bombadillo? Okay, I I. I just leave it as the one movie. It's a decent movie. Mm-hmm. There's not room for more. Something's happening off screen for Holden. He's distracted. I am. I'm listening. I'm messing with something <laughs> on my shelf. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what they all say. <laughs> anyway, I... Rowena is messing with stuff on my shelves, but you don't see me being distracted. <laughs> I uh, For me, uh, yeah, I agree. Cruella 1 kind of stands on its own doesn't really need anything i it's it's a fun movie i liked it more than you did um but we both give it the same score but both gave it the same score <laughs> um <laughs> I, I i do think like glenn close's idea would be pretty fun though like if that's what they did i'd be all for that so i'm gonna i'm gonna set out a bergeron i think with this. i want a hard r version where she's just Skinning the puppies, just I'm yeah, just and swearing up a storm. That's she's like the f Disney these puppies, <laughs> f these dogs, Quote, f these puppies, and then she's just launching their skinned bodies off the cliff that they threw her mom down. All right, uh, next bit of news: uh, John Wick Four. Uh, Donnie Yen was just cast in it. Um, his character isn't known for sure, but uh, he apparently will be. An old friend of John's. Everyone is an old friend of John's in these movies. John knows everyone. <laughs> I think he should be the that doesn't tell Chiru Imwe from think? Rogue like Donnie Yen. I, said, I think he should be Chirut Imwe from Rogue One. I oh. am one with the Force. The Force was with me. 
You definitely cut. And then he just—we were just talking over each other. <laughs> you just talked. I was trying. To, I thought you were done speaking, so I—I I talked. Holden, you need to get a better internet connection, man. Yeah, I don't know. Someone's, um, something's using up this internet here. Yeah, what's going on here, Blake? Yeah, the cat. It's Blake. Just laying over there, using up all the internet. This is, this is just a weird episode. <laughs> what do you think? What is. do you think of Donnie Yen? Uh, like I said, Holden, I think he re- needs to reprise his role from Rogue One. All right, he's got his staff, and he's just beating people with the staff while he's saying, "I'm one with the Force; the Force is with me." That'd be pretty cool. I like Donnie Yen. He's a he's a good actor, um, good action star. I'm sure he'll get a lot of stuff to to work with. He'll be he'll fight and kill people alongside John. Uh, maybe even fight John. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, well, yeah. Is he gonna turn out to be the bad guy or like a double agent or something? I it could know. be. I don't know. It'll be cool action sequences. Um, That's what I want. Yep. I don't really remember the storyline of those movies, so I do. But I, I've seen each of them multiple times, so that's the only reason why. All right, I'll give that a brokaw. I'll give it a brokaw too. Uh, more casting news. Um, this is like a slow week for movie news, and I this for some reason I saw this like headlining for multiple days. Um, but Spider Verse Two, um, they cast someone as Jessica Drew, who is Spider Woman in the comics. Uh, uh, Issa Rae is going to be playing Jessica Drew. Uh, she is the star and co-creator of Insecure on HBO, which I've heard is good, but I've never watched. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you? Any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I have no thoughts on that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so I'll give it a. I mean, I don't really know anything about Spider Woman in the comics or anything. Um, yeah, that's fair. So I don't. I don't have I, much to say about that either. Uh, Broca, I guess. I don't know. I'll give it a Bergeron because I have no context for any of this, but I will see how it goes. All right. Are they gonna just open the Spider Verse again? I don't know. I mean, I guess if if like they're bringing back, I can't remember who I saw, who all I saw. Well, I mean, like obviously Miles is gonna be in it again. I don't remember if they had said other like, like if Spider Gwen's gonna be in it or, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. That's just hard for me to see the sequel to that because that felt like just like a one-off thing. I liked it enough uh, that I. I mean, I think it stands on its own. So, like, if if the sequel comes out and sucks, like, I don't need... I can just, like, ignore the sequel. But, like, if it comes out and is great, then awesome. I'm down for more of this. That first movie was so good. No, I don't want any more good movies. Yeah. Personally, I just want bad you movies want Sony. You want Sony Pictures Animation to go back to make an Emoji Movie sequel. Yeah, Emoji Movie Double the Poop Emoji. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have done. Like, I, I like for a special edition of the Emoji Movie, they should have just done the the poop or the shit edition. But it's just with the poop emoji. That would have been good. <laughs> emoji Movie unrated cut. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I I'd. This is a bit that I don't even really care about, but I'm going to mention it anyway because whatever. Um, so the Master and Commander. Have you seen that movie? No. Okay. I haven't either. 
I think my dad owns it on DVD, but I don't know, like, anything about it. Anyway, it was this, like, like naval epic film from, like, the mid-2000s starring Russell Crowe as the main character. It's apparently based on a book series, a very successful book series. Um, I have here in the notes, I think it's a movie about ships and stuff. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> it's a um, real Pearl Harbor of a movie. Yeah. Um, I, this is, like... I can't even remember what like time period. It's definitely like probably 17, 1800s. I don't know. Anyway, um, apparently well, you gave yourself a 200 year window there. So that's pretty. Yeah, I hope it's in there <laughs> sometime. Good. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a fool. Um, anyway, uh, they're apparently rebooting it because it's a successful book series. But the movie didn't do particularly well. But I think it's become kind of a cult hit in the years since release. Um, Patrick Ness, who's the uh, writer for the movie A Monster Calls, is going to be writing the script, and it's going to follow younger versions of the main characters. So Russell Crowe, unfortunately, cannot play the main character because he's not a young man. (laughs) So, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've heard good things about that first movie, I think. Uh, I'm going to give it a Brokaw for... Just, just because of people like the books, they'll probably want to see a movie. So I'm happy for them. I don't know. What, what do you think? I'll give it a Bergeron. All right. Uh, and the final piece of news, which I think is funny, is that there was a new cut, a new Snyder cut that came out of a, of a <laughs> film. Uh, no, not not of oh, Justice I was League. Like, not I of was Justice like, League. what? But a new Snyder cut of a film came out, a, a very hyped one uh, of the Super Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um it is a new cut of the movie with 20 minutes of never before seen footage uh, it was released uh it was a team up between moderators uh, okay so context there's this website called the super mario bros movie archive which is this website that is dedicated to just chronicling this movie that pe- some people love like in terms of it's just like so bad there are some people out there that love this movie anyway the moderators of this website teamed up with the original film's editor to release this new cut they called it the morton jenkel cut which is named after the uh two directors of the film um and it's free on the internet actually you can go to the super mario bros movie archive and just watch this new cut um I just think that's funny uh, that this there's so much love for this movie that's apparently really bad, and it kind of makes me want to just like watch it, especially now that it's just free on the internet. There we go. Now we can watch it. There we go. If the people demand it, we can do. We it. can review the Morton Jenkel cut of Super Mario Bros. Yes. Uh, I think if any any movie that has a directorial cut now that's different from the theatrical cut, there has to be a haircut that goes with it. So if you, you want to, you have to get the haircut in order to watch the movie. What would the Snyder? So cut we all be? have to get our hair. We all have to get our hair cut like Zack Snyder in order to watch. What is Zack Snyder's <laughs> hair? Like I don't even know. I don't remember. I feel I just. I feel like he just has it very short. I don't know. I need to look but. up a picture of Zack Snyder. I don't got one on me. I took the picture I have of him out of my wallet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, i'll give that super mario bros movie a brokaw i'll give it a brokaw as well that seems fun uh that's right. it i don't think there was any gaming news this week so i don't know probably not i'll tentatively say no wow 
I will defiantly say there was no news at all in the gaming industry this week. The whole thing shut yeah, down. I, the whole thing shut down. They were like, nope, no news this week. I did see something about <laughs> for oh, God of War was delayed officially. Oh surprise, yeah, 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 surprise. I'll give that a broke actually because it's just like take your time with it. Did you see the thing that like for for Pride Month that. Injustice Two, the mo- like the the mobile version of Injustice Two, had this event where they're like, "All right, this, it's Pride Month, so we're gonna f- we're going to emphasize one of our like queer characters." And this one was Poison Ivy, uh, who's bisexual or whatever. Um, she and they the whole event was encouraging people to beat her up, <laughs> to like fight her, and like everyone on the internet is like, "You do see how this looks, right?" <laughs> And then they like they like apologized. <laughs> I thought that was really uh, interesting. They, as we say in South Dakota, they done goofed. They done goofed. That's <laughs> that's a meth we're on it <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah. So let's go into the the conjuring the, the devil all the time. Jimmy, you're just mentioning the devil all the time. I had completely forgotten that movie came out. <laughs> Did we review that? Yeah. Last year? Yeah. That was definitely like September 2020. Was that late? Yeah. Because I was yeah, at no, I right. was in I was at school, so You're right, because I did watch that movie half on the, the treadmill or something at the time. <laughs> I don't watch the movies on, on the treadmill anymore. Yeah. So um I'm more of a podcast on the elliptical guy. I've yeah. gone I've made the transition from movies on the treadmill guy to podcast on the elliptical guy. I you know what? Having <laughs> AirPods, I just like I have um like podcasts on all the time now not my not my own mind you i hate listening to my own voice but like yeah um i hate listening to your voice too holden (laughs) and i just listen to my half i just skip over everything you say (laughs) anyway the conjuring the devil made me do it uh newest conjuring film uh both of us quite like the first two conjuring films i personally like the second one more i don't remember which one you prefer i like the second one. i've seen both of them twice i think the second one is at least at the very least scarier yeah. upon rewatch i think they're both really good i think we were talking about you know best uh pairings in horror movie history i mean conjuring conjuring 2 is is it's pretty good yeah the best pairings a quiet place a quiet place too yeah um, um but anyway so this kind of conf- uh s- still based on true story quote unquote it is based on like a real event whether or not the paranormal parts are real is up for your interpretation um but it's based on ed and lorraine warren famous paranormal investigators and kind of their exploits this one focusing on the devil made me do it case which is a the first case in american history where someone pled innocent by means of demonic possession um and so yeah it's it's kind of that whole story um and i i did a little bit of i didn't read too deep into the case after uh, watching it but i did i looked a little bit and at least for the most part it looks like they got most of the details pretty pretty accurate 
Um, so yeah. What did you think of the movie, Jimmy? <laughs> I did not think it was good. <laughs> I thought it was like fine. I uh, just like I did not think it was near the level of the other two films. Yeah, I that's kind of where I did not think I'm, it was close. I, I mean, I liked it. Um, I, I, I agree. It's nowhere near the other two. I, I kind of went in. I think I did go in this into this with lower expectations, especially after seeing like the Metacritic score. I was kind of like, oof, that doesn't, uh, it's like, it was like lower than Cruella or something. I was like, oof, okay. Um, so I did go in with like lowered expectations, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was okay overall. Yeah, no, like it's, it's competently made. It just is nothing new. They didn't, there was nothing interesting about it, really. The only thing that hooked me to it was, Number like some of the filmmaking was was good like the the opening scene has some great like effects in it yeah um, I think the effects in of, this movie overall are very good honestly and I appreciate that it's a good looking movie for the most part like mm-hmm. I think it's well shot um, there's a good oneer I think I want to say in it when's um, that I do have it written down I'll we can talk about it in spoilers okay. toward the beginning um, but. I mean, I also just love uh, Patrick Wilson and, and Vera Farmiga. I do too. They're Ed great. Lorraine Warren. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're really the only thing I I really cared about in this movie. If they're not in this movie at all, I think it's just. Yeah, I wouldn't you care about this. Like, it would be kind of just like a mediocre horror movie that no one cares about if they weren't in it. Um. So from that aspect, I also just didn't think it was as thematically resonant as the other two my biggest uh, i think my biggest problem with this movie is i think the most i think it would have been much more interesting if it wasn't like a conjuring movie maybe like i feel like this i i think the story of this case is really cool but i think it would have been more interesting one if it was just a movie about the case and it didn't necessarily have the conjuring name attached to it. I mean, I, I understand that's difficult because Ed and Lorraine Warren were invo- actually involved in real life. So like, I don't, I don't know exactly how you'd go about doing that, but then also like, I feel like part of the intrigue of the actual case is like whether or not he actually was possessed. And it, here there's like absolutely no, uh, you, you know, he's possessed. That's not like a secret. And so it's like that takes away that mystery that the real life case had. I don't know. I agree. Like that, the case itself is really interesting. And I remember that's back when I saw like the behind back before there was any trailer or anything. And I just was watching that when Warner Brothers was just dumping a lot of like behind the scenes stuff in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things was The Conjuring, and it had behind the scenes stuff of all the Conjuring movies. And then they like gave a little preview of the of this one. I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. Like, this seems new. It seems unique. It's like an interesting direction for the series to go. And I think, was it? I usually wait to watch reviews until after we did the podcast. But for this one, I was like, did I just hate this? Like, did I just, did I miss something from this movie? Or uh, <laughs> it was one of Jeremy Johns or Chris Fleckman was like, the trailer for this movie completely misrepresented it. Like, it seemed like it was going to be, like, this kind of more court drama yeah. or stuff like that. And that is not 
at all what this movie is. Yeah. Well, and I, one of the only notes I actually wrote down is like, wouldn't this have been more, it would have been more unique and interesting if this was like a courtroom horror movie. Once again, I'm not like smart enough to figure out exactly how you could do that. But I think like if that was the main focus, that it would make it like stand and be a lot more unique and cool. Because that's not well, something I, I'm really aware has been done. I And I agree with you. Like, the, I think they just tried to turn this into a horror movie. And, like, instead of... They went to make a conjuring... I guess it just depends on what your definition of the conjuring is. Is the conjuring a horror movie? Or is it kind of more the chronicles of Ed and Lorraine Warren? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you tell it the, just the Ed and Lorraine Warren version... It's more just like a, it is a drama. It's more like, is this kid telling the truth? Like, did you is he actually possessed? Like, I I agree. I think it could. And I think if you make that more ambiguous throughout, I think that's much more interesting rather than literally there's a, a demon who doesn't even like look scary. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they tried to make it a scary movie, and it's like okay, well you tried to make it a scary movie, but they they made a bad scary movie like it wasn't scary <laughs> that's the problem like this movie wasn't scary i am like i don't i don't know if i'm just completely desensitized but i did not think this movie was scary ever i did watch this uh both with my girlfriend and a couple of my roommates um but and, and initially i was kind of like oh i don't know if i should be watching this with them because like i don't i don't find things as scary in a group setting or anything but as the movie was going on i'm like i'm not I wouldn't find this scary if I was on my own. This like is not affecting me at all. I watched this. I watched this movie by myself at night in my apartment with my headphones on. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was like, I could not care less. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, and usually like, um, like when I'm playing like headphones are like the game changer for me, especially like if you're playing resident evil or something, you're just like, Holy crap, what's going to happen? Whereas this, it's just, no, man. It just wasn't scary. It wasn't anything new. If you take Ed and Lorraine Warren out of it, it's nothing. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's what I have to say about this movie. Now, it has some redeeming qualities. It looks good. I think it's decently paced. Yeah. And I It's the think, shortest uh, the, one, I think. And I think the effects, did I say the effects? Okay. Yeah, you did. All right, yeah. The effects look good. It looks good. I think, or, or like the 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 camera work is good. And I don't think I. I yeah. mean, I am not one that gets easily scared in movies. So if a movie doesn't scare me, I think I it's. I'm okay. If a movie does scare me, I think that's great because that's so rare. But if it doesn't scare me, that's not something I automatically write it off for. I think there are a few good like like scares, tense moments in this film that maybe I'll get more to into with spoilers. I think the majority aren't that good. A lot of them are just reliant on jump scares and stuff, which I'm not a huge fan of unless done properly. Um, but I think overall, uh, there there's some good there's some good horror elements in here it's not i mean it's pluses i guess maybe maybe i've just been spoiled with like ari aster now where it's like more disturbing and you literally like some of those things from his films where there aren't really jump scares but just this visual disturbing images that you Mm -hmm. get that are just like burned to the back of my mind (laughs) 
like some of those shots from Hereditary or or um, Midsummer, that this movie just I don't even I honestly don't even remember a lot of the sequences of this movie having watched it a couple days ago because yeah. it is just so forgettable for me. Like it it's like I mean if it's like if Martin Scorsese's like movies are like carnival rides nowadays. This is the epitome of that. Like you get <laughs> off and you completely forget about it. Yeah, I kind of agree. I I kind of read through the Wikipedia plot summary before I got on here to record because I was like, I want to remember everything that happens. And there were a couple of things that I read and I was like, oh, yeah, like I just had completely forgotten about it. I, I was like, I feel like I know the movie pretty well, but there were just some sequences that I had completely forgotten about. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. What else do we have to say for non-spoilers? I just, I would say, just if you haven't seen the first two, go and watch the first two. Yeah, they're excellent. Um, they're, I think they are, especially if you're not used to watching horror movies, they're legitimately scary. Um, they're and they're fun, and they have the the emotional core too. Like yeah. you're gonna actually be rooting for the characters. They're very well made. James Wan does a brilliant job directing them. It's it's like unlike. Uh I mean, unlike Ari Aster's films, which are much, much harder to like, I mean, they lots of people like them, but they're much harder to consume. I guess these are they're, a lot more yeah. f- easily consumable, but they're still well made. Mm-hmm. A I lot agree. more wide, much, wide appealing. Yeah. They're more accessible yeah. too. And, um, especially over something like Midsommar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'd be. I'd sooner probably recommend a Conjuring movie over a mid, unless I knew the person could handle Midsommar. <laughs> yeah, that takes a special type of mind. Yeah, it does. to be able to watch that. And Holden, we have it. We that's do. for sure. Um, John Noble's in this movie. He's good. I mean, yeah. I I just was waiting for him to go. No more hope. No more Batman because he plays the Scarecrow in Arkham Knight. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does. Interesting. I see. I was trying to remember. Like, I know him. He's one of the main characters in Fringe, the TV show, mm-hmm. which I actually haven't watched. But I, my like my dad has watched the entire thing, and so I've seen I've seen quite a bit of it. But I could. I've I watched like the majority of the first season back in high school. Okay, and I just didn't keep going. But yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I couldn't remember what else I knew him from though. But that's kind of cool that he's Scarecrow. Yeah, he was all right. Um, this movie just was just really predictable. Mm-hmm. New. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's all I have to say non spoiler wise before we give our scores. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, score for me, I'll probably give this uh. Six and a half, yeah, six and a half. Well, I don't know. Actually, no. I think I'll give it. No, yeah, six and a half is good. I'm sitting with that. All right. That. Well, this is one of those rare times where I'm going to be more critical than Holden by a, quite a bit. I'll, I'm going to give it a five. All right. Um, That's fair. Because I do think the effects are good, and again, looks nice. But it just does like I like Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga in it. Um, but boy, I, it's just not interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely um, so the weakest. I, I mean, I, 
I'm not sure. I'd probably just wait until it like comes out. Like if you have HBO Max, yeah, it's worth watching if you like the Conjuring films. But if you don't, I don't know, just wait until you can see it for free somewhere. Yeah. Um, let's go on to our spoiler review. spoilers for the conjuring the devil made me do it um okay yeah we can talk about that that the demon or whatever um that's not scary (laughs) just a lady yeah just a woman and i was like it took me it honestly wasn't until like close to the end where i like i figured out that she was actually like alive i guess I, th- I just thought she was even like even after the twist of it was John Noble's daughter or whatever I was like oh is she just dead did she die or something oh no I I thought she was alive by that point I think a little bit before too when they were like there's a witch I thought the twist was that it was actually John Noble cursing them and he had this like oh yeah weird thing or like there was this demon you know like uh spoilers for harry potter 7 i guess but when like nagini the snake is in the form of the lady mm-hmm. and then like they go into a room or whatever and it and it turns into the snake i thought it was kind of that sort of thing where john noble was actually like a demon and the real john noble was like dead or something oh yeah 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 that- um but then i'm like that that's not a true story <laughs> I mean, that almost would have been, like, better or something. I don't know. Cause, like, would have been more interesting, the, certainly. The actual twist is, like, unnecessary. It didn't really add anything that it was his daughter. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, this movie does not seem thematically resonant at all, whereas yeah. the other two have a little bit more meat on the bones. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was strange to me. And, like, they, they didn't even seem to try that hard to make her, like, scary. It was just literally like an old woman or like not even just a gaunt, like skinny librarian. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, like you think she's going to be like the librarian and like a Matilda or something, you know, like just some classically cruel person who's going to look like she's going to slap your wrist with a ruler. (laughs) <laughs> um and that's not frightening yeah, <laughs> from a no, demonic standpoint compared to all the other things they've had in this universe i do and think that is l- like that is it i think that's pr- like all the demons they have to really show in this right yeah because like the actual demon that kills the lady at the end of the movie is literally just like a cloud of smoke <laughs> like whatever it would have been cooler if it looked different at le- even if just at the end um and there's like other i mean the demon takes other forms i like every time it took the form of that dead man i just laughed because it was just this like naked fat guy <laughs> oh yeah that, i forgot the the yeah the zombie guy yeah i just thought it was it, it just looked silly it wasn't scary like no it wasn't scary it reminded me a little bit of that thing in scary stories to tell in the dark yeah yeah but I've, even that, I felt like was scarier. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, at least they did something practical with that. Yeah, that's true. You know? So there's some C- weird CGI 
thing. I think the best scares that this or like this movie has, um, and I guess they aren't necessarily scares. It's more just like creepy and stuff. Uh, one, there's some good body horror in it with all like the cracking of the bones and stuff, and there's like a lot of just like contorting of limbs. That all it all looks very good, and it's all just very unnerving when it happens. It's I I liked that kind of stuff. That was cool. I thought that was the best part. The contorting. Yeah. The contortion. Um, like we talked about the effects at the beginning, like um when the boy's getting exercised and you can tell like his body's all contorted and he's like looking you can tell that his like his head's actually just poking through a hole in the table. Mm-hmm. But I mean it still looks good. Like it, it did looks look really good. Good. Yeah. But I'm like, I pretty sure that's how they did it, but it looks great and, and all the other effects they did really good sound um, design I that was this yeah i thought that was the best scene of the whole movie honestly was the beginning and the, yeah it starts on a high nose i also i'm a big fan Bad. of when other i like i think this is kind of my guilty pleasure with these types of horror movies is whenever there's anything that happens out of focus in the background there's a lot of that in this yeah. movie uh but i just it, and that's it, that's not something that's like too rare with horror movies a lot of mainstream ones will do it but there's a lot of that in this movie and i like that a lot um the one i was mentioning was when they established the dog kennel place oh yeah that there's a nice one oh yeah and it's kind of touring around yeah you're right yep that was good um i okay so we we mentioned like it would have been more interesting if focus was more on the case and everything. It was really strange to me that like this movie starts and it like focuses on the the guy who was possessed or whatever. Or I think his name's Arnie or something like that. Arnie Johnson, I yeah. believe. Focuses on him quite a bit and it's establishing his life and stuff and and what he did. And then the movie just like drops him. It, like, it doesn't completely drop him, but it's just, like, there's, like, I'd say probably a third of the way into the movie, like, it occasionally goes back to him for, like, a couple minutes, but it's not nearly as focused on him. And while, I mean, sure, I like Ed and Lorraine Warren, they are my favorite part of the movie, but, like, I'd be very interested to see more about this this kid and, like, what he's going through and, and whatnot. Yeah, well, it's like it's like Ed and Lorraine go on their little side quest to figure out, or like we need to convince the police to show us these case files. Mm-hmm. So Lorraine's gonna go find this dead body for them and see if there's a connection and the witches' totems and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just it was just so predictable for me because it's like Arnie's not gonna die. Yeah. So there didn't seem to be any stakes, you know, like, and the whole thing was like, oh, the spirit's going to make him kill himself. Well, I'm like, well, he's not going to kill himself now because it's literally an hour into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this That'd sequence is not, it would have been, but this, so the sequence is not doing it for me or Ed and Lorraine Warren are not going to get taken out by this big zombie person <laughs> who, who's got very poor circulation. Yeah. All right, like it's not gonna happen. So like the Borg looked cool, but I just didn't feel any suspense with anything, really. Yeah. Um. And and anything I might have, it was all just shown in the trailers. So and all the ads for it. So. Um. 
what else do I want to say about this movie? I I like how he draws an anti sea bear attack circle. Yeah, with the holy. <laughs> I water. thought about that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like. I thought it was. I, this is just a weird thing, but like when they're rolling down the, they're getting out of the courthouse, and um, Patrick or Ed Warren is having his heart issues, so he's like in the wheelchair, and there's like no ramp, so they just have to take him down <laughs> the steps. I'm like, that's not ADA certified yeah uh, i uh tell it's the 80s huh <laughs> i did kind of like the I, I i was caught off guard by the scene of of like ed where he almost kills lorraine in their home yeah that was a little bit i thought that was better like what i wanted this movie and i have this written down in my notes too is that i think would have been a lot better if it was more psychological horror mm-hmm and I think they went for more like physical horror. So I agreed like that. That sequence stood out to me too as one of the, the stronger parts of the movie. Cause I was like, I didn't know where it was going. And then I was genuinely surprised when he's going after the demon and it's, he all of a sudden he fi- feels, or he figures out he has a knife and he's going after Lorraine. Yeah. That was, like, it that was, was genuinely surprising. It was suspenseful. I was, that was probably the biggest like kind of like, Oh crap moment <laughs> for me. Yeah, and then they did. Then they figure out there's a witch's totem in their their house and and all that. I also, um, so I yes, I would have loved to have seen them dive more into that psychological horror because I thought the other horror, we've seen it, mm-hmm. and it's not adding anything to the movie, and it doesn't really fit, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, what what was I gonna say now? Ah, I lost my train of thought. I'll, you talk about something old and I'll try to remember. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I made a comment at the end of the movie of, of how how strong Patrick Wilson must be to break that table with one swing in the sledgehammer. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> he just split that like clean in two. <laughs> um, oh, I was, I was going to say like um, at the beginning, the arnie's lawyers like i don't believe in the paranormal how are you going to convince them if you can't convince me and they're like well let's just go show you our annabelle doll <laughs> and then it just cuts to her saying i mean i get it i mean yeah you could cut that out but i didn't even think it was cut super well like it didn't juxtapose that i think like strongly enough yeah it was just um, like ooh, reference to a previous movie I also like, oh, we got these flowers from the parent family. I'm like, okay, I get it. There are other Conjuring movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even, I didn't notice that's that's what it was from. It was from one of the other families? Well, they, I guess they, it wasn't from one of those families. It was, they received flowers from a bunch of families. Oh. And one of them was a parent family. Oh, okay. The other one was from the lady okay gotcha um i i do i like the their collection room at the end of the movie i just (laughs) they keep storing all of these things down here i'm waiting for like an avengers endgame style film where all the ghosts uh team up to fight the warrens (laughs) at least give us a little sinister six huh yeah give us a sinister six of the conjuring ghosts well, I mean, what case files do they have left at this point? I don't know. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, 
to be fair, like this, honestly, before this movie was coming out, I didn't even know about like about this like whole court case and stuff. And then I was even more surprised that Ed and Lorraine were actually attacked. Because I, I, I kind of assumed that they were just like adding Ed and Lorraine to this case for the sake of like the film and the Conjuring universe. But they were actually heavily involved. So that surprised me. So I don't know. There, there could be other stuff that we're just not aware of. At least I'm not aware of. I'm not yeah. well versed in their in their cases. Yeah, neither am I. Um I <laughs> I've heard there's people quite skeptical of, of that Lorraine Warren too. Um if you dig deep enough, but I have not, so I don't well, know. Of course there are. That makes sense. They're paranormal people. They're paranormal people? Paranormal people. I uh paranormal people eaters. I do you, Jimmy? Let's let's get a little personal here. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh do I? No. Okay. Don't think so. Well, I mean, I would. I'm. I believe there are things beyond our comprehension. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know, I'm not. I wouldn't they got say little like little guys. If I had with a sheet, if <laughs> what were you saying? I don't have the life experience to make me believe that there are. Yeah, we were talking out there. We were talking about it after we watched the movie, and I don't, I don't think there's like things that can possess people. I honestly like, even though okay, one of the things I do love about these movies is hearing the tapes at the end of them. I think that's really yeah. cool, and that happens in all of them. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I mean, I'm I I just think it's probably just like mental illness honestly i don't know i maybe that's just the cynical part of me but i don't know but i don't i don't and i i think they believed it yeah i don't think they were just like these con artists i just think it was like a miss probably a mislabeling of what you said like these people who are have a lot of trauma or experience these things and I think you can get inside your own head but again maybe that's completely just wrong and that these things actually do happen maybe. I have no idea I'm, and I'm not going to just definitively come down and say that oh you're wrong and you're crazy and all this yeah I mean I think I think ghosts and stuff like that is cool so I'm definitely open to it being real but I, I don't know I'm more of just from what I know stating yeah um, what I, I do want to say this before I forget, but, um, so this guy got murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if he has like an estate or a family left behind or anything or like parents who are still alive or siblings, like, but the portrayal of this guy in this movie and the fact that he's just murdered it, I don't know. Is it like offensive i mean i could understand like people getting offended because this guy literally died yeah and then this movie takes the stance of oh no this guy was definitely possessed absolutely this all happened for sure um and i don't know and and maybe we're just glorifying this guy who literally murdered a guy (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's like (laughs) i'm like i don't know if this person has any surviving loved ones because their their representation in the movie is not great to begin with but then the rest of the movie literally 
is like the person who killed you so great they couldn't have possibly done this on their own will yeah which again that could all be true but <laughs> that's a good like, point yeah i i don't know i guess that's that's like an ethics thing i don't have the, the answer to that that's probably a personal opinion i mean i i 100 percent bet that like if that guy if the guy who got murdered had family they if they saw this movie they probably would find it offensive <laughs> that's probably i'm just my like thought. that seems a little insensitive to them so i don't know i mean it, i guess yeah I, that's that's what kind of just leads into our point about this movie should have been more about the case and stuff because then we could have we could have seen more of the defense and what they apparently they they like in real life they changed their stance to be they they like said that arnie was doing it in self-defense that's what they started going for um and I don't. I don't think they necessarily. They I, maybe. He, I don't think he changed his like plea or anything. But I think that's kind of what the defense started portraying it as was self defense, and that's how he got manslaughter charge in only five years of prison time. Yeah. Um, well, that doesn't make as interesting of a movie. Now that's it. But yeah. you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you could twist it into a, like our Ed and the Rain Warren frauds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. I think that's a much more. Or should should we stake our reputation on defending this guy? You know, I think though that's more of an interesting thing. Now, with that being said, I guess more of the, I guess not so much that the Ed and Lorraine Warren being frauds, but is this guy telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be really interesting because I know that the the makers of the Conjuring were very close with Lorraine Warren, and she was like heavily involved in like on set and in the production process so i think it would be hard for them to be like oh is she a fraud right after she died yeah (laughs) i think she passed away did she pass away recently i think she passed away recently but i cannot remember um there the story how how they met that was all true and all that but that was cute i think they i think the two leads have like good chemistry they're they're like Honestly, I like them as a couple quite a lot. I think Ed and Lorraine, at least portrayed in the Conjuring films, are like a really, really good power couple. Let's see. Yeah, she passed away in 2019. Okay. Interesting. So, after the previous yeah. Conjuring film. Yeah, wait. Conjuring 2 was what, 2016? 2017, I think. Though. Conjuring two or was it twenty sixteen? Was let's see, twenty sixteen. Oh wow! So it's I been half a decade five since we saw the last, or since the last one came out. The last, yeah, that's crazy. Does it not feel like that long ago when that movie came out? No. Um, is it on Netflix? Oh, it's on Netflix. Maybe I'll have to give that a watch. It's on HBO Max. Uh, oh, okay. I think I think like all. I think all of the Conjuring Universe films are on HBO Max now, actually. Well, I'm just saying, Holden, more people have Netflix than HBO Max. Well, I'm just I'm just telling what I know. I actually thought it was getting removed off of Netflix, but well, it probably play. is. But oh, it's playing now. Okay, I'm watching The Conjuring too. Okay, <laughs> gotta wrap right. this up so Jimmy can watch the movie. <laughs> Anything else, Holden, or should we go on? I don't think so. All right, Holden, what are you doing? 
What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, apparently three years ago today, I was at the Grand Canyon. Cool. Thanks, wow. phone, for telling I've me I've never that. been. It's pretty grand. It's it's an apt name. It's a cool place. Um. Okay, so after after we watched Conjuring, the devil made me do it. I know it's not directed by James Wan, but uh, me and my uh, friends and girlfriend, we, were, we decided to watch the original Saw movie. Uh, and I think only a couple of us had seen it, so there were uh, there were some people in the room who had not seen the first Saw movie, so that was fun. I got to experience it. Um, the <laughs> it, it got to the end of the movie, and Mariah's just Mariah's just like tearing into this movie, just like making fun of it, and like I was I was hoping she'd have more of a reaction to the twist but she she wasn't even like phased by it she's just like okay <laughs> oh she's never seen it no oh wow mariah's down a peg now she's <laughs> tore into saw yeah and i mean the and then of course she she asks the question everyone asks is like well how did how was he lying on the ground and neither of them noticed he was alive <laughs> well it's explained in saw too holden is it I think so. Okay, I couldn't remember which one it was. It was explained. or three. It's explained in one of the later ones. Don't worry about it, Holden. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a lot of fun. It was pretty funny to watch that, and then me explain that like, oh yeah, you know, this is they. Uh, this is how the guy who made the Conjuring movies got his start, and Mariah's just like, what? How? <laughs> it's it's a very poorly made movie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, other things I watched. Uh, I watched Brokeback Mountain, Jimmy. I thought we were going to watch that together. Oh, no, you're frozen. Can you hear me, Jimmy? I can hear you, Holman. This is a worst case scenario. <laughs> he can't hear me. Can you hear me, Holman? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> did, you, did you hear me say this is a worst case scenario? Yeah, you did. I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I said I thought we were gonna watch that together, Holden. <sighs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. Uh, it was it was getting removed off of Netflix, which I think is weird. It got removed off of Netflix the day before Pride Month. So <laughs> interesting. Anyway, uh, watch Brokeback Mountain. Uh, very good. Liked it a lot. I mean, I think a lot of the hype around it is is pretty good. It is very sad. It didn't make me cry. Um, it did make. It did make Kale cry, though. Kale was in the room. Um, yeah, good movie. Um, I watched <laughs> I watched Catwoman. <laughs> Why did you watch Catwoman? Because we were, it was last week, and so since I don't I don't have a job yet, so there's been a, there's been a few days where I'm just like bored out of my mind. I have like nothing to do, and so I. I was sitting there and I think, yeah, I think Eiler was in the room with me and I'm like, I just want to watch a really bad movie I've never seen before. And I saw Catwoman was on HBO. So I watched it and it is, it, it is really bad. <laughs> it, I can imagine. I It's, it's like, I think the biggest crime of it is like, okay, the first half is like really funny, like entertaining, stupid stuff. But the second half is so boring. It's like, I mean, it's it's still very bad, 
but it's like it, it gets to the point where it's not even entertaining anymore. That's the biggest crime a bad movie can have. Is it really boring. is. It's just being boring. Yeah. So uh, I don't recommend Catwoman, even for the bad factor. I finished uh, the Taika Waititi filmography this week. I watched his movie Boy, um, which I think is from, yeah, it's 2010. Boy. Boy. Uh, it's kind of like, he says it's like loosely based on experiences he had growing up, and it's even filmed where like he grew up and everything. It's like this comedy drama about this boy and his estranged father comes and like uh, comes over to where he lives and hangs out and the dad's like a bad person and stuff. And it's kind of one of those stories, uh, but it's got that Taika Waititi humor in it. And he's uh, he plays the dad and he is great. I mean, he's like he's a good actor in the things I've seen him in. But I was like, geez, like you're a good director, but you should act in more things too man like he's a great um, hitler he was a great hitler (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah uh and then the last thing i watched was uh pop star never stop never stopping have you seen that no okay it's uh so it's made by like all of the same people who made hot rod which is my favorite comedy ever made and somehow I hadn't seen this before. I remember when this came out. It's another Andy Samberg stars, and he's it's a parody of like being a pop star and and living in that kind of life. It's full of just a ton of cameos. Um, it's not it's not to like the point where it's like annoying, like something like Zoolander two. I don't know if you've seen Zoolander two. Oh, I've seen Zoolander two. Oh yeah. So Zoolander two, the cameos in that movie are kind of distracting, but this movie it feel it fits more because it's it's it. I think it's kind of a, a documentary crew kind of filming all this, and it's just kind of the life. It's almost like a TMZ style thing. It's pretty good though. It it was really funny. There's some there's some great lines in it. There's <laughs> there's one line that just comes out of nowhere. That literally like his music producer just yells at someone I like it, it. It's this escalating argument. And then the producer just yells, I will eat your head. I will eat. Your-. It's just no context. It was so, <laughs> I was dying. Um, but anyway, good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, and aside from that, uh, finished the owl house that i said i started really liked it a lot um me and mariah are watching steven universe now for our kids cartoon um i started playing far cry 3 never played that before everyone says it's good didn't that come out like 10 years ago yeah (laughs) (laughs) i well i was at last stop a couple days ago and um i was just like looking through all the games i love looking through their xbox 360 games because they're all pretty cheap and they had far cry 3 there for like five bucks i'm like i mean okay i've heard it's really good and i started it it is pretty good i don't know i didn't know you had an xbox 360 yep got it in the apartment nice um yeah, that's that's all I got. That was a lot, but I haven't. <laughs> I've been pretty bored, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, yeah. Uh, so I started finally. Now that my Amazon Prime, now that I canceled my Amazon Prime, uh, subscription, uh, I'll probably have to renew it for another month because I finally am watching The Boys. Holden. Yes. Yes. Jimmy. 
What do you think? I'm three. I'm three episodes in. I'm really digging it. It's, I like it. Yeah. Um, that inciting incident <laughs> taking place on the sidewalk yeah. <laughs> was very surprising. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck it just happened?" Caught me off guard too. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Did not see that coming. Um, it's a. It's that that bit is a really like good tonal introduction to the series. <laughs> It was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, this is where we're going. Um, I think it's like, I enjoy its fresh take on the, the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. Um, like, clearly it's a little bit over cynical of like what superheroes would be like in real life. Like, there would definitely be elements of this, but yeah, it's just like, um, but it's still, it's fresh. I like the characters. I like the plot. It's really interesting. The world is interesting. Um, so I'm three episodes in and I'm looking forward to continue watching that before when does season three come out? I don't know if it's coming out this year because uh, season one came out two years ago in July and then the second one came out like September of last year. So I don't know if it's going to come up by the end of the year or not. We'll see. Yeah, it'll probably be an early 2022 thing. Pro- huh? Yeah, probably. Otherwise, um, play. I played just a little bit like maybe an hour of miles morales uh on ps5 um so i haven't just i haven't played a lot of games lately um because it's just wait been... okay i got a fr- my my screen my screen my screen froze up jimmy so what was it you said you played an hour of uh miles morales ps5 oh, gotcha. spider-man okay. sorry folks for in uh, for holden's terrible internet i'm guessing i'm i would not be surprised if if eiler is playing a game online right now that would be my guess <laughs> he might be gaming in his room right now wow tell tell eiler that he needs to stop <laughs> eiler if you're listening to this and you're playing a game you need to stop i don't even care if we're <laughs> recording the podcast yeah, like you just need yeah. to stop, and you, you go need to, to go outside and enjoy nature. It does right? look a, like a nice day out, although it might be really hot. It's been really hot lately. It has. I've been I've been like waking up. Uh, well, yeah, I've been waking up. That's good. Good to start your day that way. But uh, <laughs> in the mornings, I've just been going to the park and just shooting hoops for like an hour. Really? Yeah, it's been just a good way to to get some exercise in before it gets super hot because it's been hot all week here mm. i've been doing that a lot um i went to the cities this weekend so i went to ikea and minneapolis st paul area for yeah. people who are not from the midwest we, in minnesota in the united states of america we, for our international listeners yeah you know what we uh we heard your story at the beginning of the podcast i mean we know you went to I ikea know, i just i went to legoland too of course uh they were only uh, in the mall of america and they they were only allowing allowing a certain number of people in at a time, so we were waiting. I was with Emily, and we were waiting in line. The guy at the front was pretty funny. He's like, "Hey, you guys want to hear a ghost joke?" We're like, "Sure." He's like, "That's the spirit." <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and then he talked. We just asked him like what it was like to his job was like. And he was a pretty cool guy. And then he he let us in. That was fun. I looked at the huge ultimate collector series millennium falcon mm. i was like oh one day holden how one much day. does it cost eight hundred dollars eight hundred jesus they had one in stock i was like oh the temptation is real just drop the money uh, jimmy My, you're gonna do it sooner or later oh they're gonna discontinue it too yeah oh man it was tempting uh, but i was like you know what i don't need it 
I looked at it right in the face <laughs> and said, I love you, but I just can't have you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's all I got. Um, so yeah. Cool. Another week down, Holden. Another week down. Episode 103. Um, yeah. So next week, got a couple things. One, In the Heights, I think it's In the Heights next week. I don't know that for a fact. I should have looked this up (laughs) before I came on. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's In the Heights. Anyway, so we'll probably do that. Uh, And then also the first episode of Loki comes out on Wednesday. So we'll probably do that too. We're both kind of they look, yeah. We both think it looks interesting. So, here's hoping it is. Got Owen Wilson. Wow. When is uh, Luca coming out? Oh yeah, that's this month too, isn't it? Um, next week. Uh, June sixteenth. So that's gonna be two weeks from now. Yeah. Luca. Jeez. That snuck up on yep. me. <laughs> yeah. I I just have a feeling that's gonna not be good. Yeah, they're really like, I not, think it's going to be okay. They're not marketing it. That's how, I completely forgot it was coming out until you just said it. Like, at least I, I, well, I don't it know. Gonna be, isn't it going to be free on Disney Plus? Yeah, like Soul was. And Soul was really good, but I don't know. I saw a lot more about Soul prior to release than I did about this. So, I don't know. We'll I see. Know. Got nine days, I guess. But yeah, that's what we're doing next week uh, in the Heights. I can bring back my Lin Manuel Miranda bit. Oh, put the Rowena wow, Ravenclaw a, bit. What a good bit, man! <laughs> put the Rowena Ravenclaw bit. And you've just for a been while. on fire with bits lately. All of them great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. The knives out to Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel Miranda murder bit. I thought that was pretty funny, Um, but again, I think I'm funny. Nobody else does. (laughs) Someone's got to. All right, I'm done. We're we're in the heights. Loki next week. See you then. Yeah. Uh. So. Oh my gosh. I keep having pop ups come up on my computer. Anyway. Um, you can leave us requests by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes, or you can email us at tompodcast at gmail.com, or you can donate to our Patreon, all viable ways of getting us uh, requests uh, of movies to watch, to clarify. Um, we're not going to do any... We're not going to juggle. You can't make us juggle. I don't know how to juggle. Um, yeah, I think that's it, Jamie. <laughs> We, Holden will learn how to juggle. No, if you give do us $10. not. Do not request us to juggle. I don't know, Holden. You maybe you'll become a clown. I already you'll am need a clown. to know how to juggle. Aren't we all just a clown <laughs> in a society? Yes. Thank you, Jared Leto, <laughs> Todd Phillips, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix, whichever one you are. I don't. Know. All right, we're done. Uh, we're done. Adios, pantalones. Love you.